The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now we're going uh, halfway across the world to Uruguay, where we find Luke O'Neill, Professor of Biochemistry at Trinity College in Dublin. Luke, good morning. Good morning, Pat. How's it going? Very well. Now, you're in Uruguay for a big international conference on what is called redox or redox biology. What is that? That's right, Pat. There's a massive conference happening here near Montevideo on redox biology. It sounds a bit complicated, but it's all about oxygen. And as you may know, Pat, we need oxygen for life, for breathing, of course we do. But the trouble is you get these byproducts coming off oxygen called oxygen radicals. And they can be very damaging in all kinds of diseases. So last night, for example, the keynote talk was all about oxygen radicals causing Alzheimer's, a really compelling talk by a guy from California. You know, so these oxygen byproducts can be very... We've known for a long time oxygen radicals can be damaging to our tissues in all kinds of ways. So you have 700 people here just talking about oxygen radicals, which sounds very mm. specific, but it's relevant to all kinds of diseases. Yeah, so how are these radicals produced by... Um, the, I mean, oxygen, as we know, is O2... Uh, so it's a molecule. So how are the radicals created? Yes, yeah, strangely, if you breathe in, you're using oxygen, of course, and you breathe in, and oxygen takes electrons of all things from the foods we eat, strange as it may seem, and they get dumped onto oxygen. That's the function of oxygen from a biochemical point of view. But that process generates a small amount of things like superoxide, it's called, or even hydrogen peroxide, bleach. You know, your, your body makes a tiny bit of bleach sometimes. And certain diseases, this goes up a huge amount because diet can drive this. Obesity will put pressure on the system and that makes oxygen into a more toxic type of molecule. You know? And heart disease is a huge focus, Pat, actually here because heart disease, we think, is caused by oxygen radicals being made as a result of, of things like obesity are driving that. So there's all kinds of reasons why the body starts to overproduce these. And you may have heard of antioxidants, Pat. They're yeah. popular in our diet. They mop up these radicals, you see, and that's why they're recommended to take antioxidants that might slow down some of this damage. I'd say half the conference actually is about new antioxidants that could limit the damage that these oxygen mm. radicals cause. So the, are there foods that are great antioxidants, I wonder? There are, of course, yeah. Most vegetables have natural antioxidants in them, which is one reason we should take them. Vitamin E, you may have heard that vitamin. In fact, last night as well, the second keynote was the world expert on vitamin E. Uh, that, that's a natural antioxidant as well, and some foodstuffs are rich in that. So you can, get, you can get antioxidants in your diet, basically, is the idea as well. Okay, so it's fairly um, easy to access the antioxidants that might do us good. Now, uh, Uruguay, a fairly small population, smaller than our own, and you don't associate them with being uh, leaders in uh, health and preventative health and all that sort of thing, but it turns out they are. Well, this what struck me. Yeah, about two days ago, I noticed, Pat, there's no salt sellers in restaurants here. So if you go to go for a meal, there's no salt shaker at the table, and that got our attention. And it turns out they're looking after people's health in all kinds of ways. And salt as you know, is a big risk factor. It's tied into oxygen as well, by the way. But high salt can be very damaging to us and cause an increase in blood pressure. And there's a big policy here to lower salt intake in, in people, either through things like no salt sellers in restaurants, loads of guidelines on lowering salt. And so they're kind of leading the world now on trying to control salt intake is one, one big, big example. Yeah, and they actually will use the tax system to encourage you to cut down on salt. There's a mayor here, Pat in Montevideo. The conference, by the way, is just outside Montevideo. Her name is Carolina Cossa. And she's won an award for promoting health practices, salt being an example, you know. And to try and encourage this, uh, you get tax relief. 
in restaurants if you have no salt salads on your table and you, you offer salt-free options on the menu, for example, you know. And they're also, of course, uh, they want to decrease the amount of salt in processed food. Is a big thing here, a big problem here, of course. As in Ireland, fat is high salt and things like processed foods. So here, they're, they're introducing laws to lower the amount of salt in processed foods as well. So there's all kinds of incentives now to decrease salt availability to people. And um, uh, the canteens, which are, you know, municipal canteens in various municipal institutions and hospitals and so on, they can sell soft drinks, but they can't advertise the fact that they're selling them. Big one here, Pat. No advertising of these sorts of, you know, shall we say, rather uh, less healthy options, including high sugar. Sugar and salt are the two big ones. And, and then again, tax relief, Pat, the way to incentivize restaurant owners and so on is to have tax relief if you follow some of these things. But certainly all the, all the municipal canteens and hospitals in schools, they have to have healthy options on the menu, salt-free options, you know, and make sure to, not to be pushing basically these, uh, these high salt uh, alternatives. Now, tell me what they're doing about tobacco. I mean, we famously led the world about passive smoking and banning uh, tobacco, uh, more or less indoors. Uh, So what have they done over there? Yeah, it's similar. In 2013, they had their tobacco smoking ban like we had. In Ireland, of course, we're seen as a leader in that regard, aren't we? You know, there's all kinds of ways to decrease smoking here. Uh, they, they increase tax by 70% very quickly, for example. Um, the, the tobacco packets, 80% of the box has to have health warnings on it, you know, to make sure that... 80%? Look interesting. 80% of the box has to be covered in health warnings, which just shows you. Again, in Ireland, you'll see that on, on cigarette boxes as well, I guess. A big one, Pat, though, was um, Philip Morris sued the government here because they said they weren't being treated right. You know, and guess what? The government won. And it was a landmark case against a tobacco company in terms of uh, what the government were trying to do here. So they went very hard after tobacco. And they, they think they've won that one because the rate of smoking has gone down. And now salt is the next one. And in fact, in Ireland, Pat, it could be similar if we follow guidelines with salt, like we did with tobacco, we could have an equally big impact mm. on, on our health status. But then, meantime, they legalise cannabis. Strangely, yeah, they were the first. They were the first country actually had to legalise cannabis. Isn't that striking? Uh, you can grow it and sell it here, and that was in 2013. So again, Uruguay is seen as a real pioneer in lots of different aspects. I guess you know the cannabis was made legal. I guess in a pragmatic way, by, way back in 2013. It's another example. They seem to be very um, conscious of all these kinds of social issues and then health issues as well. Here I've noticed. You know, so Uruguay seems to be ahead of the head of the pack here, certainly in terms of South America. Mm. And um, they're great at the green agenda. They're making most of their electricity in a green way. That's what got me as well, but the big into renewables, hugely here. And in fact, I, I just saw yesterday, 97% of electricity here is from renewables now. Isn't that incredible? So they're, almost, they're not dependent then anymore on, on them fossil fuels at all. And it's hydroelectric power and wind. It gets windy here, but by the way, there was a massive thunderstorm last night, we noticed, and it was extremely windy. They've loads of uh, the wind, wind uh, power here is a key part of this as well, but in the meantime, 97%, I couldn't believe it. I'm not quite sure what Ireland has reached, but here, 97% of all electricity is from renewables. So again, they're see, they see themselves as driving hard to try to get to 100%. 97 is pretty high, but I reckon they'll, they'll reach 100 pretty soon. Yeah. It'd be interesting to, to look more closely at, maybe at what they do, because... Hydroelectric obviously is a big component and presumably if they get a good amount of rain all year round, uh, they will continue to be able to have a, a fairly constant backup source. But I wonder how they store anything just to, you know, for the days when maybe it's a bit dry and when the wind doesn't blow. 
You're right, yeah. And, and, and again, actually at the conference last night, there were some people talking about their, their, their position in the world with renewables and how proud they are of this, you know. So they're, they're all over that in all kinds of different ways of making sure that they can decrease their carbon footprint. I think Ireland can learn from Uruguay, Pat, and certainly with the salt business. We'll go back to that for a minute, because, you know, the, the Irish Heart Foundation has asked for Ireland now to lower salt and to lower salt in bread and processed foods, for example, you know. And certainly Ireland could look at Uruguay's policy on salt and, and make it like the tobacco policy in a way, you know, given the risk that high salt has for high blood pressure. Yeah. And then the risk of, of course, um, heart attacks, but also things like Alzheimer's. Hi- high blood pressure is a massive risk factor for yeah. Alzheimer's as well. So Uruguay, we could look at Uruguay, small country, 3.3 million people, not, not that dissimilar to Ireland, you know. I think it's leading, leading the world in all these different aspects. All right, well, Luke, have you finished your travels? Are you coming back? No, I'm giving my big talk is tomorrow, Pat. A lot of pressure here. I've got to give a massive uh, plenary lecture <laughs> to 700 people tomorrow. So uh, I'll, the rest of today I'll be spent preparing that talk. And then, then I'm finished. Then I'm coming back here. Yeah, back, back to Ireland again. Very good. Luke O'Neill, Professor of Biochemistry at Trinity College in Dublin. Uh, thank you very much for joining us from uh, Uruguay. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.